folks, welcome to Reality Blows. This is the Real Chill Podcast, where two chill folks just chill out with our best friends. That's you. My name is Ashley Rick Roberts, and I'm Good Vibe Central. My name is Nick Maritato, and I have a good vibe in me. <laughs> One good vibe. I have a single slowly vibe. leaking out. Folks, how are you? How was your weekend? My Ours was packed. Ours was actually jam-packed. We're like in recovery mode, to be honest. Nick actually got up this morning and went to the freaking gym, and I was like looking at him through the haze of vacation that were, was in my eyes. Like, what are you doing? How are you leaving the house right now? We had a ha- we had a hazy shade of weekend in that eyes of Ashley Brooke Roberts this morning when I said I'm going to the gym and she said I'm skipping. I said what? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, uh, folks? Thank you for being with us. Uh, if you want more of us, you can always go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Reality Blows. Uh, five bucks a month gets you two bonus episodes, as we call them, bonus episodes a month. And uh, get over there, man. Go, go do it. Yeah, I think we're doing Jurassic Park for July. Who knows? If we have some time to watch movies this month, we'll watch a couple of movies. I, I just don't know how we're going to squeeze it in with uh, three uh, full hours of Big Brother to catch up on Gosh. forever and ever. I'm so excited to talk about this cast. We're going to do it later in the episode. We're going to go through um, person by person, talk about these first two Big Brother episodes we watched. Of course, we're discussing Thursday's premiere and the nomination ceremony that we watched last night 2020 no 2021 big brother 23 is rolling out with big bangs right in the beginning so i can just imagine that this is going to be a jam-packed roller coaster of a season jam-packed baby we have a lot to discuss i am i'm feeling like you know so thankful that nick checked me um a couple episodes ago when i said maybe we'll do a patreon episode while we're on vacation where we record 10 minutes every day and and nick looked at me and he said it on the pod he's like babe don't cash a check your mouth can't write don't ask a check your mouth wants to write i think it's don't don't write a check that your your ass ass can't cash yeah doesn't really make sense uh i think i think it's your don't don't oh it's not saying like your ass in particular it's like your ass can't catch cash that check (laughs) your ass can catch a few checks if you use the crack right um (laughs) So we uh, had a, a a big old fun weekend. We went uh, to Seaside Heights, uh, which is uh, the premier, in my opinion, boardwalk on the Jersey Shore. And uh, this boardwalk is uh, jam-packed with uh, just, just sin, just some sin in there. I mean, we're talking fried Oreos. We're talking giant slices of pizza. We're talking, I don't know. Some goddamn beer. We're talking infants out at like 10 p.m., like a three-month-old just being like wheeled around in the middle of the night. You're like, what is going on? If you can't hang, then don't come to the shore. It was so different than the Jersey Shore I've been living on, which is uh, lobster quesadillas, okay, men strumming their guitars on the boardwalk, uh, wholesome family fun. This boardwalk was like Myrtle Beach, but make it New Jersey, you know? Make it Jersey. Yeah, it was like, we're in South Carolina, but everyone's from Jersey is basically what it felt like. Um, Interesting to come back to our little boardwalk last night. We had a nice little dinner out on the beach. We had uh, a very expensive meal accidentally. 
And <laughs> that's how it always happens, I think. We don't um, set out to spend too much money. We were just trying to have dinner and we were still like, let's let's keep this vacation going, you know, like we're home, but like let's still go out. Like we went to the beach, um, and then we went on the boardwalk. And it just was like there's nothing that can happen on our boardwalk now that will shock me now that I've seen Seaside Heights boardwalk. Like I've I've seen the depravity of man. Hey, and wait a minute. <laughs> I I've been there. I've I've talked to those people. I've I've blended in as one of them. Now, what do you mean the depravity of man? I'm saying like what we saw at Seaside Heights was like like I don't want to say low life, but what it was low lives. <laughs> it was uh, you know, it was uh, there was a certain roughness there that gave it charm. But I'm saying you're not getting any sort of vegetable on that boardwalk, whereas our boardwalk is busting with salads. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, this is Carnival. I've been told I'm not allowed to say Carney anymore, but um, this is uh, the carnival. Yeah, it's like a state <laughs> fair on a boardwalk, basically. Yeah, so because uh, there's, a, there's a big old area that has like a bunch of thrill rides on it, which Ash and I partook in, in, in a couple of thrill rides, and... Uh, a couple of non-thrilling rides as well. Um, and, you know, got your boardwalk games as well. So you you can always uh, have a chance to win a jumbo prize, which would be an over, you know, like a like a like a Charizard stuffed animal or uh, or like we've a got some back just, scratchers. We actually won a couple of prizes and I was looking at them this morning because Lily was really going to town sniffing them. Like this looks like it should be. I'm holding up like a little I, I guess it's a blue penguin with a red nose and creepy eyes. This looks and the tags are cut off of it. Is that a penguin? Why would you say that? Because the nose are, is turned up. What would you say that? Well, it's nose got arms. I, I don't understand what it is. That's the issue. And I was looking at it and I was like this looks like it should be merch for something right it, it looks, looks like it's a character from something and yet it's definitely a character from nothing yeah it's a uh it looks like this to could be best described as kind of like the um you know like the poster or what, what do you call it the uh uh, like icy slushy yeah, guy yes 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 it looks like yeah maybe like this has something to do with slushies or ices from the 1950s yes some sort of character uh commercializing s something for children but no it's just a kind of a weird <laughs> guy he's got like a t like a little mohawk look uh, at his eyes did yeah. you notice his like creepy pupils i think his creepy like pupils dripping. are supposed to be i think it's more like uh like sh like frozen Icicles, icicle pupils po possibly okay okay so, so that's what's going I mean, on that, there that's what's happening and it took us uh we were we were trying to pop balloons with darts and uh i popped two ashley popped three our friend neil popped four but he ended up getting a a stuffed animal that was almost like a like he was being mocked it looked it was, like it was supposed to go on top of a pencil yeah you know like those like little those scholastic pencil decorations Pen you would get every now and them. then yep and like but he popped the most balloons it just goes to show you there's really no rhyme or reason why you're getting whatever you're no, getting they're like this guy stands. he's getting this yeah you know what i saw while we were gone though you know what happened this weekend mm. by the way there's like a um this like personality entertainment personality that i don't know who is sort of related to like we have like in, in the venn diagram of our social lives there's a big overlap 
Um, but we've never met and she's in town. She's in New York and I follow her on Instagram on my burner account. By the way, if you don't have an Instagram burner account, what are you doing? I got three. You got to have a fake Instagram account to just look at the the profiles of people you actually want to look at instead of having to see updates on your loved ones all the time. Um, so she's on my Instagram burner account. She's in New York. Guess where she was all weekend? Where? The Brooklyn Italian like festival that we used to go to that San we love. Yeah, not mm-hmm. San Janeiro. San Janeiro is the one in uh, yeah uh, in Manhattan. I'm yeah. talking about the one in Brooklyn where the in guy sings. Right. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. the big fat guy with the cigar. Salmanzo. Salmanzo. Look him up. Yep, and um, she was there. She was getting sausage and peppers. She sausage was... and peps, a little brajol. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we ate a lot of trash this weekend, man. I tell you, nothing wasn't fried. I mean, I guess the Two slices of pizza I had what were like was not fried, uh, but the rest was fried. <laughs> At one point, I got I was like ordering a veggie burger. We went to one of these like little restaurants on the boardwalk. Well, I don't know if that's a restaurant. It was a bar that they had to sell food at. Yeah, and uh, it was a mistake for us to be in there in the first place. Yeah, and so I got um, a veggie burger because it promised lettuce, tomato, and avocado. And I was like, oh, this is good. Get a little roughage going on there. And they just brought out my $13 veggie burger as a bun and a fried veggie patty. Yeah. The, the It's a mistake to order a vegetable on, you know, the Jersey. On the shore. On, 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 at Seaside Heights. You just can't. Yeah. You're, you're taking your life in your own hands. I mean, yeah. you can't like freeze dry uh, like a, uh, a tomato and then reanimate it as quick as you can like a uh, turkey burger. Right. So, veggie or burger. Or a veggie burger. So, uh, yeah. And, and I would imagine that veggie burger didn't have any veggies in it. No, uh, <laughs> it, it did just sort of taste like some sort of um, like cardboard pie. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, just kind of like um like a food ration. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like after the big one hits, Solent Green. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, and 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 I th- I believe in that case, you had the veggie burger. I had chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. Guess what? Fine. They yeah, were fine. you really liked them. They were good. They tasted yeah. like chicken fingers. They came with fries. Fine. I would say the big mistake Nick and I made this weekend, and it it there's no one to blame but ourselves. Neither of us ever got a funnel cake or fried Oreos yes. or the ice cream custard that seemed to be like the thing everybody kept talking about. Yeah. We just kept finding ourselves in a situation where we were like, we need actual food and not sugar. So, you know, we would eat a meal and sure, maybe that meal would be French fries doused in cheese sauce. But then after that, we'd be full and we'd be like, well, I don't want dessert now. And then we get hungry and we'd be like, well, I can't have a funnel cake when I'm hungry because I'm about to ride these rides. I'm not trying to puke. So we just got we we did some poor planning and I'm not really sure whose fault it is. But I do know that Nick made me buy candy last night on our boardwalk to make up for the fact we didn't have candy on this trip. And then I ate the whole bag of candy while he watched. Yeah, I didn't want that candy. He bailed. He I, he was like, let's go get candy in this new candy store. And I was like, I don't want that candy. And he was like, come on, it'll be fun. We didn't have candy this weekend. Let's just do it. And I was like, fine. Doing it for Nick, you know? Doing it for Nick. And I go in there. I start filling up my bag. I get halfway through filling up this bag because they do it by weight. And he walks over and he's like, I don't want any of this candy. And I was like, babe, I'm already in it. I mean... It's already happening, Eventually, babe. I would have eaten all that candy if I would have made a bag, but we had just eaten like a big meal, and then we also, you know, had a couple of beers on the boardwalk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was just like, and we had, two, I had two, I had an IPA and a and a Belgian Blue white. Moon. 
like the fattest basically it's like a custard in a beer like yeah these are my stomach was like busting out the seams from this weekend and then these two beers where i was like i can't eat this fucking candy <laughs> all i wanted was like a piece of chocolate basically or like a funnel cake right and i just didn't want it then and i was just like i guess dreams are over and then i was like well maybe we'll go to the ice cream place in our neighborhood and ash is like sure and she like eats her first piece of candy and then like we finally get back to the house and ashley had eaten her last piece of candy and i'm like you ready for the ice cream and she's like no darling i'm not <laughs> i gotta go lay down <laughs> what the it. hell are you talking about that was it we were off to the big brother races so uh Gosh. Ne- never got my ice cream never got my funnel cake there'll be more time i just not for a couple of weeks i gotta gotta I, button it up a little bit i have two things to say one is i haven't partied this hard in a long time this really did feel like college it was a blur the weekend was a very fun safe college blur i do want to say safe in there because i know my mom listens to the pod it was all good clean fun um but it was just like it made me feel like i was 25 which i'm not and then the second thing i want to say is i know we're not about to talk about big brother just yet nick i know that i know you i know you'll get on me for time management that's right nick likes things to happen at certain times in the pod that for we need that for the latter half but you just talking about like you know, we're getting that candy for Big Brother last night. We're walking home. And I, I'm just so happy to have the anticipation of Big Brother back in my life. I'm so excited to have like a thing that I feel like I'm a part of to some degree that I can keep up on, that I can be a fandom of, and that I can collect information about. Do you feel that? Yes. I think what it kind of mimics is sort of uh, following a sport. Follow, yeah. following a team for a couple of months yeah and uh like they have like... games every day and you kind of have to it's more like baseball where there's so many games where you're like i'm not gonna be able to watch all of the games i'm just gonna be able to watch like kind of like the prime time when they when they show up which would be the episodes on cbs but like every so often you know i got a free i got a free afternoon it's like oh wait oh Big Brother feeds are on let me pop those on and watch a couple of a couple of innings of Big Brother and see how my players are doing um, you know, and that's kind of how I've treated it so far in this first week. Uh, we haven't really delved into the feeds that much. I've listened to a little bit of recap of some feeds, but really it kind of can't. Last night's episode came at me like uh, fresh, so fresh and so clean, mostly, mostly. Um, since then, I caught up completely on what's <gasps> going on. You caught up at the gym? and. No, last night oh. uh, after we were done, I popped in a, po- a podcast and listened to the recap, which also talked about what had happened in the feeds after that. And then this morning while I was at the gym, I went on uh, Big Brother Twitter and uh, I went and kind of uh, kind of caught up on what's been going on like last night and mm. stuff that like feed recappers will be talking about very shortly. So I may, I may, it's intriguing what's happening right now, which Ooh. I don't want to really get into it till we get into it, but uh, it's, it, we, we'll, we'll save it for, for that. But yeah, it is, it is nice to have something it feels to look like forward the, to. It feels like the NCAA championship. A little bit. You talking about that, that idea. Yeah, it feels very championship-like. Every day something's going on. And we're so early in the game here that, like, anything can happen. Yeah. And and as you know from from previous viewings of this show, you like people at the beginning who you absolutely hate at the end and vice versa. You think people are incredible at the beginning who really blow it in the middle and it's – it could get wild. And I think this one might get a little bit wild too. But I think – I think there are some real, uh, real players that are starting to kind of show themselves and make connections that uh, that are going to go pretty far in this game. Mm. Um, so 
Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, this weekend, I'll tell you, if, if I can go back, I feel like the healthiest thing we ate were those cheese fries. Is that uh, a... <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, we after we came back, I brought all this fruit as if I thought like I thought I was just going to be in the kitchen cutting up fruit. I brought watermelons and cantaloupe. I was like, yeah, this will be fine. No room based on all the beer. The be- No room anywhere based on the beer and the bags of chips. But one thing that I did eat, the only healthy thing I ate all weekend is when we came back from the beach, which you weren't a part of because you had gone off to day drink. When we came back from the beach... We, the beach crew, we had fresh cherries and rosé. And so that was like, oh, here we are getting a little fruit with our alcohol. That's good. That's, that's nice. Good. Did you drop a cherry in a rosé? I kind of feel like something that, that's something classy person I can't believe do. we did not, to be honest. Um, but we felt like at that moment, I was like, we should also have a cheese board in here. Feels like there should be a cheese board. That's what it was missing. A cheese, cheese board. board. Yep. Yep, yep, Love yep. Some and some bowls of nuts. Could have had some bowls of almonds around the house. I had to some munch fried on. mac and cheese balls. Yeah, I ordered those. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of those. Those were all right. those were really fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, were also like okay. really excited about this like these uh these cheesesteak wontons or whatever the fuck we got. Uh, there's cheesesteak something or other. I ate them. It just didn't taste like any cheesesteak. Was, was it just... like the filet mignon sushi from the... Didn't eat those that, the other oh. night because I was being uh, You were getting ready for boy. this trip. I was being a good boy. I think we can both agree that the best thing we had all weekend were the pretzel sticks. They were very good. They were fresh. My pork roll uh, sandwich for, uh, yesterday's breakfast was pretty good as well with mm-hmm, that coffee. Mm-hmm, I kind of felt, mm-hmm. felt good about that. I enjoyed my egg and couldn't, cheese as well. Couldn't really get a good cup of coffee until we exited the uh, the beach area and we uh, well not the beach area but seaside and we kind of drove like twenty minutes north. And we did we, a Dunkin' Run. No, we, well we did a Dunkin' Run, but we found a uh, which wasn't good. You know, no. Dunkin's not good in my opinion, really. No. Um, uh, and uh, but we went and we found like a nice coffee place like on our way back home, and yeah. it was just like ah, oh, finally some real goddamn coffee. Cause there's a place for cold brew on the boardwalk, tasted like shit. Apparently, Ashley got it. Yeah, it was so bad. You had a sip. I just maybe sip, you didn't blocked like it. it from your memory. No, I didn't like it. So that's why when I went there, I got an Amer- iced americano, and that tasted yeah. like fine like so i was like i saw them pulling the shot of uh yeah you know so you're like you know it's being at least made right now right who the hell knows what's going on with those cold brews they like make it before and it's Ugh. in a pitcher and you're like where is that coming from let's be honest it was not good it was not good but we uh rode some rides which was kind of fun too right um we did yeah we rode some rides we did the ferris wheel which was a ripoff it went around once what the fuck folks once around with a yeah. ferris wheel it's yeah. like uh, i think you need to go twice to really enjoy it the first time you go up you're kind of like overwhelmed you're like look how high i am what's over here then something catches your eye and you're like oh i'm gonna really stare at that the next time i go up yeah and then when you go up i mean it, when we got on that ferris wheel you know truth be told i was pretty drunk and uh i was t- we were talking a lot and i'm not too sure i looked out the window like we were just having a conversation we were just chatting because we were like we're getting warmed up this right. is our first spin around and then they opened the door and they were like get out we were like what, what? Huh? i didn't even get to see the sights huh the best was this thing called shore shot which was basically like um a tower of terror stripped of the tower so um yeah stripped of the the theming the stripped of the theming so you got shot straight you're sitting down you get shot straight up and then it jostles you around brings you up brings you down um and that was great there was a, that was a lot of fun we did that twice i loved it you know i'm sitting here right now nick and i'm thinking about the fact that my mom is coming to town tomorrow mm. which is big 
get ready for her. Hopefully we can talk her into being on the pod. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and I'm thinking like, am I going to take her to Six Flags? What are we, what can we do? Should I take her to Seaside Heights? Sure. I, I think you take her, you got to take her to see some sites. If it's Seaside Heights, sure. If it's yeah. Six Flags, great. Can she use your Six Flags membership? Or is it like... I don't know. I don't... We don't know. think so. I don't okay. know. We've only gone once, and that's when we received them. So I don't yeah. know if they're going to ask for an ID. Um, yeah, it looks like we'll never go back to Six Flags. Well, no, I want to go back. I'm going to go back. Yeah. Okay. So Probably, anyway. I would say we're going to go back during the week next week. I think that's how it's going to go. Wow. Yes. So I'm working all week this week. Next week seems to be maybe the last week of not panicking about future uh, our future, our lives. future plans and uh, because it'll still be July. And so uh, I think we have to. I mean, Ashley, your birthday's coming up too. We have to figure out what we're doing for your birthday. Oh boy! But I mean, those are these are we're not planning things on this podcast. That's not you're what right. We're you're doing. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But your mom is coming to town, which means Ashley has a pretty big week ahead of her. I uh, unfortunately am working like smack in the middle of every single day this week, uh, which kind of like is annoying yeah. for me. But it works for Ash because then her and her mother can go have some times together and go see the sights, and then I can meet up afterwards. You do have the worst schedule though. Like Nick's every day is committed to being somewhere from two p.m. to four p.m., <laughs> which is like which it's actually. <laughs> 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Because of the preparation pre and then also like, fuck, I, I have to do a post whatever till 4.15. And now afterwards, I'm just like, I need to sit here for a half hour because I've been talking for three hours straight. Um, it's truly the worst block of time. It is. It's tough. But I want something in the morning or something at night. I want it in the morning. Preferably morning. I, I want to sure. I want to knock things out from like ten. I, I like a nice nine to nine to uh, nine to noon. Nine to noon Ooh, is baby. fantastic. Go and live the your rest life. Of your day. Holy hell. Yeah, I loved when I was a waitress and I would have the opening shift. I'd have to get there at six a.m. to open the restaurant, but I would leave at like twelve thirty one p.m. and it's like, oh, here I am, a lady with the rest of her day to herself and and two hundred cold ones in my pocket. Well, uh, my uh, my sister's boyfriend, Chris, he's got a schedule normally where he's like back at home at 2 p.m. He yeah. works a full-time job. He gets up at like 4.45. He gets up too early. <laughs> like, yeah, but you know, it's nice though. Yeah. You know, it's nice. I mean, who needs that really late night? Let's be honest, you know. You. No, not anymore. Last night I was like, oh, fuck, I guess I'm going to go to bed and then I'll... I should go to bed because I've had a long weekend and, uh, you know, and then I like stayed on my phone for like too long in bed. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing? I got to get some sleep so I can go to the gym. And like I thought felt like it was like two o'clock in the morning. It was 1155 <laughs> and then I passed out. So I, I, I because uh, since us getting back to the gym. Yeah, I now go to I don't go to bed any later than midnight the gym changes things. 12, 12 to 8 a.m is a pretty good block of sleep for a guy who's 34 years old I mean, yeah that seems right right yeah i think so yeah my little brother brother my little brother my little brother my little brother he's getting up at 7 a.m and he thinks it's weird that we sleep till 8 a.m because of course when he asked me what time we got up i was like i didn't want to be like nine i was like eight eight ish and he's like that's late and i was like yeah dang yeah, because d- 
doesn't your dad get up at like four o'clock in the morning and make everybody <laughs> breakfast and coffee? And Who knows what's going on? He gets up early. He doesn't seem to sleep. No, no one with a kid under 10 seems to sleep yeah, that much. Not, not at all. I've been paying a lot of attention to mom TikTok. I've gotten into that algorithm and it's moms just talking about how they don't have a personality because it's just devoted to their kid or they don't have sleep or... They just drink wine all the time. That's like what's going on hey, on mom TikTok. Shout out to them moms. <laughs> Loving keeping the wine industry afloat. Yeah, ladies and their wine. That's real. Um, can we get into the Big Brother cast? Sure. Or? Okay, so we were talking earlier about our anticipation for this. And Nick had kind of watched um, like a little a, a draft situation. He watched people talk about the players before the episode aired. I had no idea who was who until that episode aired. And I had some faves right away. Let's talk about our first impressions just of the first two episodes. I had right away in love with tiffany she's got a cat on a leash y'all that's what we do with our beloved <laughs> lily if i see someone a reality person and they're walking their cat on a leash you know i'm going to be rooting for you yeah so, i agree tiffany also tiffany's got a lot going for her. she's an older person you know i mean older compared to the rest of the cast you know, right she's like what like 38 or something or 40 or something like that. yeah I think she might be in her 40s. Yeah. And right then and there, you know, as a person who's not 20 years old, you got to root for the older person in the house. You just right. do. Yeah. Um, you know, she's a phlebotomist. I mean, mm -hmm. who doesn't like a good phlebotomist? I don't know what a phlebotomist is. I oh, she takes, takes your blood? Takes blood. Takes yeah. Blood. She's got a kid. Um, I a like mom. that. And she just has, she seems to be like, have like a lot of big brother knowledge, which I appreciate. So first up, let's discuss um, Alyssa Lopez. She's a swimwear designer. She's 25. She's a Sarasota native, and she's going to be celebrating a birthday in the Big Brother house if she lasts. Okay? If she lasts. I always find it interesting when somebody's like, hi, I'm 20 years old. I, I just started my swimwear line. I go, that, well, that's suspect. Who the hell has a swimwear line? Like, yeah, at I mean, 25. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, is that's your job? Yeah. Like, I design what, bathing suits. What, what, what does that mean? It uh, means I'm hot and I'm rich, Nick. Okay. I, I guess, but it's just like your your thing is in stores somewhere. It's like probably there's another, order there's another guy on here where I'm like, what's your deal? You're you're an entrepreneur at a, right. You're a piece. You own a piece of a tech startup. Like the fu <laughs> is that a job or what is that? I don't understand what that is. It seems like something that you're hoping works out. Yeah. Like I, you know, and that you've put a lot of your own money into. I I don't know what that means, but. Alyssa is very pretty and uh, it very seems, pretty. seems like it might get her in some trouble early in the game. Maybe. It seems like a lot of the guys maybe like were nice to her and then other people in the house were like, I'm going to bust up any showmance I see, which is like, honestly, it feels rude and maybe borderline misogynistic because no showmances have started. Guys just like her because she's pretty. And so now people are targeting her and I'm like, that's weird and fucked up um she describes herself as witty sarcastic and outgoing and to be honest i have no idea if she's any of those things because i don't feel like i got to know her at all or know anything about her personality wise did you feel like you got a glimpse into who she is i haven't i haven't seen Alyssa's wit yet yeah i haven't seen her sarcasm i don't even think i've seen her outgoingness next up we have aza um and her last name is a w a s u m awesome 
There's literally no reason to go with last names. Okay, we don't have to go with last names. Except when we hit the Derricks, but we have already figured out that one's X and one's F, and uh, F wants to go by Big D, so there you go. She's 30. She's she's a director of sales operation. She's from Baltimore, and she has a fun fact. She has 300 cousins. I think Aza is fun liked her energy right away i like her diary confessions confessionals diary rooms um loved her on this first app loved the outfit choices loved the what feels like a lot of like optimism and energy coming off of her and that's uh, youth she's 30 she's five years older than Alyssa. Look, looks very young. Yeah, but I think she just has like a very fun, playful sort of vibe. Uh, yeah, seems like uh, going to probably be around for a little bit. Doesn't seem like uh, mo- rocking any boats. In Absolutely any, in, in rocking any no boats. Also involved in a few layered uh, possible alliances, although it is early. A uh, little always weirded out when you're telling me that your relatives have like 55 wives. Always weirded out. Doesn't matter where, when, or how. If you're just like, yeah, my uncle has uh, 78 wives. And it's like, that always weirds me out. That always weirds you out. You yeah. say that as if that has happened before. I've watched <laughs> a lot of reality television and a lot of it's based around polygamy. polygamy and it always oh, interesting. Me out. So interesting. Um, what was I going to say about Aza? Oh, I thought it was interesting this first episode. She was like, I'm definitely not trying to win head of household because whoever wins head of household, that's the person I'm targeting. And then she was on the team that won head of household. Yep. Yep. So got it. That's why you have to be adaptable. That's one of the rules. You mm -hmm. have to be adaptable. Okay. This next adapt or die. Adapt or die shows. Yeah, it's true. You got to have that malleable attitude. Next up, I am going to say this last name because it's Brent Champagne. Brent Champagne, twenty-eight, flight attendant from Rhode Island, um, former live lottery television host for Rhode Island, and a former D one double A collegiate athlete. Um, didn't really not get much from Brent here. He wears a lot of bandanas. It seemed like so first the first head of household is Frenchie, who put together the Joker team. And Frenchie was pretty adamant that he was going to target what he called meatheads, which seemed to be just kind of buff guys. He's kind of after the buff guys. And um, which it's interesting because I don't necessarily think just because you have muscles that means you're a meathead but he's yes there is some chatter about that like meathead is a mentality yeah meathead is a mentality i agree with that yeah um so he was like kind of like i'm gonna go after brent and it seemed like that's what was happening but then last night we saw them have a a conversation where brent shared some intimate details about his life and it softened it softened old frenchie up all of eight seconds of a conversation flipped frenchie Frenchie, our head of household. Frenchie, a lunatic, it seems like. Uh, Frenchie, not long for this game. It's hard not to... In my opinion. It's hard not to, going through this cast of characters, it's hard to not jump straight to the Frenchie talk because Frenchie is... From what I can tell, someone who's not listening to the daily feed breakdowns, don't really know what's going on, but sort of paying attention to Twitter a little bit, even though it is confusing. Frenchie seems to be playing an incredibly chaotic and sloppy game. Yeah, he's going a little too hard. He's playing He's playing too hard, too fast, folks. He's not chilling. He's making enemies. He's making people clear. He's telling people his plans. 
No good, Frenchie, no good. Uh, Slow it down, French. Frenchie also had a bunch of plans on how things were to go. The first plan was to get Brent out in some crazy backdoor situation where he was going to have Brent write his veto speech in which he would replace uh, his nominees with somebody uh, during the veto ceremony. He was going to have Brent... Uh, write that with him, and then he was at, he was going to use that speech after the veto winner came in to replace whoever won the veto with Brent himself, using his own words against him, trying to call this uh, in the line with Dan's funeral. He said, "This is the eulogy. This is Frenchie's eulogy." Oh my God! Frenchie is a tw- Frenchie is a Twitter fan. He's a uh, uh, an avid uh, uh, Big Brother. Uh, Twitter personality. Yeah. He is playing in the vein of all of like, of the small sect of super fans who, who are very vocal on Twitter. That's why he has come out against showmances. Uh, if you look at the numbers, it seems like most of the regular fans like showmances. People like to see romance on TV. Yeah. And then there's a small sect of Twitter that's like, break up showmances. I fucking hate showmances. This is, you see this verbiage from from Frenchie, huh. who is wants to be a showman's killer, and he Why? wants to make a big move like Dan because he wants to please Twitter. He is the the Twitter echo chamber is him. Mm. So all of the things you see coming up on Twitter in the first you know hour of him being in the house, yeah, talking about how he's only targeting white males. Yeah, you know, he is a white male. You know, but he's a farmer and he wants to break the stereotypes of Southerners and and racism and sexism and all that stuff. So he's not putting on this round. He didn't want to put his he made it very clear. No women, no people of color going up in my nominees. Cut to the nominees, a woman and a person of color. I think the woman is a person of color, too. She is. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a wild ride with old Frenchie. Um, So. Brent, being the first target here, comes into his room, the HOH room, and Frenchie has a conversation with him for eight seconds. They hug, and now they're best friends. And now Frenchie needs to figure out somebody else who he can put up, who at this point falls into his plan of not being a woman or a uh, a person of color. Now, uh, he also rolls up when he's like the first, gr- he's in the first group of people that roll up in the house, like move-in day. Uh, and he looks at everybody. He's like, I'm never putting any of you up. One of those guys happens to be a white dude. Uh, so he can't put up, and I believe it's Travis. So Travis now, he also makes this promise to after wow. later him to him saying he's, his plan. So now he has two white guys he's promised he's never he's not going to put up after promising to all of the women they're not going up and then telling all of the women that don't worry, I'm not going to have a person of color up there either. It seems like Frenchie's window is closing, closing, closing well, he can't, in his first week. He has no one else to put up. Well, that's right. So that's why he moves around and makes a couple of moves and... I believe trying to look for slights so that he has reasons to put certain people up. Mm. Um, and uh, I mean, let's go keep going through the cast and I guess we can kind of chatter about stuff as, as it comes along. But it's tough to not, not to talk about Frenchie. He's involved in all of this because Frenchie is our first HOH. Brittany, 24, kindergarten teacher, dancer on TikTok, big personality, uh, little package. Safe this week, right? Because on Frenchie's team? Yeah. Is she yeah, on the Jokers? I think so, yeah. I don't know. So this game, if you're not watching, is broken up into teams, and the team names are Jokers, 
kings, queens, and aces. Yeah. And uh, they all competed in a bunch of competitions on the first uh, move-in night. And it uh, people got to pick their teams. Uh, the team captains who won the first round got to pick their teams. And then their teams competed. And the Jokers, which was Frenchie, uh, Frenchie's team, got to be... Uh, Got to uh, be safe, yeah, for for this week. So there's a bunch of people that are safe, and yeah, there's 16 people in the house, four teams of four, and all of Frenchie's team is safe. And Brittany, we don't have much to say about. We don't really get to see much of her. She's one of the dancers in the house. There's a couple of dancers. Yeah, She's one of them. Next up is Christian. He is the one of the youngest Big Brother contestants. He's 23. And my favorite detail about him is he is a general contractor assistant. Yes, in Connecticut. Um, he's uh, got great hair. Great hair. He seems chill. I didn't think I liked him on the first ep, but then I liked him last night. Yeah. Um, he won the wild card competition, which means he is safe. And that's good because after Brent uh, evaded Target, yeah. dumb, then Frenchie moved on to Christian, who got chosen by his team to go into the first wild card, wins, and protects himself, and also uh, Xavier, who's on his team, uh, who did get thrown into the meathead category after Frenchie talked about how he wasn't going to put up any people of color, Xavier, a black man. Yeah. So he also was a person that was floating around in Frenchie's head. Now Frenchie has to move on to like a fourth target in his mind uh and christian um gets gets tipped off by his team which i think is pretty fascinating because uh his uh i didn't know this well we saw it last night christian's team teammates were uh the woman who is pretending to be a voice actress and Alyssa, sarah beth and Alyssa. yeah both women both talk to personally saying don't worry you're safe yeah Christian's looking at himself going, I didn't get a you're safe. Yeah. Xavier's like, I didn't get a you're safe. So now they know before the wild card competition that mm, maybe we're not safe. Right. So when Christian wins wild card, he then spins a wheel, which is what happens. The winner spins a wheel. It lands on a number. That's how many other people can be safe. So you do have to choose uh, within your team like yeah. who you're going to save. So that kind of causes some drama. It did not cause any drama last night because he was told that the yeah. only other person not Besides him, not safe was uh, was Xavier. So he choo- he he lands on one. He chooses Xavier, and so it seems like everybody on his team will be safe because those two women on his team got the word from the head of household that they're safe. They're never going to be put up this on this. Yeah, block. little does he know. Little did he know. Frenchie's a slippery, chaotic fish. Now Frenchie doesn't like the fact that Christian and Alyssa hugged each other and are hitting it off. Frenchie, the showman's killer, now in his head going, I wanted Christian. Well, maybe I'll get Alyssa. Claire, she's an AI engineer from Ohio. She was a last minute uh, replacement for someone who tested positive for COVID-19. And I'm happy she's here. I like the, the energy Claire is bringing. She's bisexual. She let us know that right off the top. And uh, she seems to be focused on creating a female alliance. I think Claire is going to go far in this game. She's doing well right now. She is. Okay, good. uh, She's able to kind of talk to Frenchie and talk him down off of some strange little things that he's doing right now in the house. And uh, one of her uh, pre-game claims in interviews is that she's very good at, I believe the quote is, I'm very good at stroking straight male egos. Oh. So, and apparently she's showing a lot of that by talking to Frenchie in this house. Frenchie at this point is doing in, insane things. Is he losing it? 
He's losing it. Well, he so eventually Frenchie, I mean, we'll skip to this, and this is spoilers, guys. I mean, we've watched two episodes of the show, but I'm I'm just gonna do a, a spoiler on what we saw last night, Sunday's Nam episode. But uh, he put up Kyland, who's a black guy, seems like, right? He's not a white guy. Right, no, he is, yeah. And uh, Alyssa, who's a woman. Yeah. Both, he claimed, weren't going up. Kylan, also, maybe the nicest guy in the house, like, yeah. doesn't, you know. Does something with, like, youth and dogs <laughs> where you're like, this guy's an angel, I but guess? But has a great smile. Yeah. So maybe he, it's French, he's threatened as an older man. He looks, looks like weird. he could do a push-up, <laughs> so I guess he's a meathead. <laughs> right, he's getting put in the meathead category. Now, he is basically, uh, Frenchie say, saying that Kyland is going to help him kind of secure the veto. That's sort of like the cryptic, uh, I'm a fisherman, I got to catch a fish speech he made at the, yeah. at the, at the veto Yeah, he said, I had a dream about two fish and it you got to have good bait or something. And it seems like Alyssa is the person that he was going to target, uh, even though he is sort of targeting... Seems like possibly still Derek X, based on the fact that uh, Derek X is uh, also a meathead, but not a white guy. Um, Now, some other shit has gone down since then. I'm not going to be like feed spoiler man, but I don't know if he's going to be able to get Derek X at the end of this. So I think Alyssa might be the person that he's just going to try and eliminate. But uh, since then, Kylan, this was a total blindside for the both of them. Um, Alyssa apparently confronted Frenchie and Frenchie was like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, Kylan, uh, is like confused by this. They had like a good rapport and he's a nice guy and he's not sure why he's been put up there. And I think sometime between, uh, what we saw on Sunday and what actually happened last night, there seemed to be some aggression between Frenchie and Kylan. There seemed to be like, uh, are you threatening me? style aggression that's happening and then all and then what twitter is saying is that all the white guys kind of had some weird aggression towards kylan because here's the thing everybody knows frenchie is kind of like weird and like like kind of drunk with power and paranoid like all of a sudden yeah and he's not making the right moves but he is the head of household he still has the power people still this you know rationalize in their head like well, he is the HOH, so I should be nice to him. And, like, uh, it's probably not going to be me because I, I've had a good con- – you know, they're still trying to stroke his ego in certain ways. Yeah. So as much as, like, we're seeing, like, oh, just flip on this guy. He's not the head of household forever. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, let's get That's this guy out. That's not what you feel in the house. I think people are talking about that. Yeah. But what's what happens is people follow the power. You right. Know? So, like, he's still the head of household, so he's still able to kind of control things – and uh, I think it kind of went off the rails last night. I am very excited today after this podcast goes to pop in my headphones and listen about what happened last night because I do want to know. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Frenchie looked like he was going to do all the right things, and he really has kind of let the power get to him. He's mm. paranoid, and he's doing all the wrong things. And Twitter fucking hates this guy, which I find to be, like, the most fun because he is a Twitter guy. So, yeah. And he's trying to do this for the fans, and he's fucking it up major league so who knows the problem is he's got brent now on his side brent is going to win a lot of competitions Mm. if brent wins head of household next week this is going to go down the way that a lot of these big brother seasons go down people are really excited for a big brother season where all of the people who aren't white get removed immediately they don't this is what happens is like the white people seem to just keep going yeah and then all if you're not white or not straight 
and you get you find your way on the bottom of the household at the wrong side of the house and people were very excited by what Frenchie was saying up front and the fact that there's so many non-white people in the house yeah and you're like okay we're get we're big brother america's doing it there's a chance here we're right. saying we got a chance and now it's all devolving and it's looking like if brent can get power next week which very possibly can also connected to Frenchie that it's gonna go the way that a lot of these other oh, big brothers no. so there is there is rumblings there are enemies there are people to root for uh but uh there are people in the house who aren't part of that who are doing really well and if they're able to get into power then things might actually be a little more fun this season to watch and and i think it all from what i know she she's getting stand super hard on twitter but um, I think it's uh, who's the one that we were talking about? What's Tiffany, we love I, I, Tiffany. I, I think it all revolves around Tiffany. Tiffany seems to have the best social game in the house. Has made a lot of connections, deep ones already. And I think if you kind of build something around Tiffany and some sort of an onion alliance, mm-hmm. I think Tiffany and whoever she really decides is Tiffany's like go to. Which right now might be Derek X, mm. who they've really hit it off. Mm. Uh, it also could be Derek F. Hmm. So I, it's like there's a it's so fucking early. There's too many people in the house. Everything's going to change after the first person gets eliminated and the second HOH gets crowned. Let's talk about Derek F. He's a 29 year old safety officer from Philadelphia and his father was smoking Joe Frazier, the American professional boxer who was the first person to beat Muhammad Ali. One of the greatest boxers of all time. So, I mean, and Derek F. is a riot in the house. Derek Love F. Derek, Derek F. Derek F. is having problems with production. Uh, threatening to rip off his mic if he doesn't get attention. Perfect shit to watch on the feeds. I mean, he's like... Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah, he's having a lot of fun there. He's the- Derek F's a little bit of a diva. Derek F does is not going to say, is has been saying stuff in like the diary room, how he's like, they're trying to get me to say stuff in the diary room. I'm not saying that shit. Uh, and that's why some of the... And, and I kind of got through to the house. like Because everybody's big fans, it, Yeah, the, the interviews on the first two shows haven't been like, yeah, I'm really having a good time because Big Brother, I'm a wild guy. Like these like weird screamy like yeah. like sound bites. They're a little bit more natural than the past couple of seasons. And I think it's because people like Derek F, who's like a big fan of the show and also like, I'm not going to make myself a fool like in there. I, don't want, I know how people talk about all these interviews. It's kind of making this like a more for the fans season mm, that's fun and uh but i did watch him like kind of throw a tantrum in the house like on the second night about like saying that he was gonna i think the whole thing was like he was told that he was gonna have a diary room and then it just didn't happen for hours and he just kept walking around the house like yelling at the production and taking off his microphone so like the big brother announcer's like put your microphone back on and then he's like yelling at them to try it's a lot of fun um, wow it's a, the, the feeds are fun Folks, if you if, if you if you're gonna do your trial for Power, Paramount Plus to to watch the feeds, I think doing it now would be a good time to do it because like it's not like last season where they just kind of laying around and I don't know it might be still early I don't know but these these people are talking strategy uh, uh, when the cameras uh, are rolling uh, feed style so get on them. We're gonna have to call this podcast. Nick updates Ashley about everything he's learned. This is what I do. This is what I do. Derek X, 24, startup founder from Baltimore, currently living in New York City, describes himself as funny, logical, and thoughtful. I gotta say Derek X is a cutie patootie. He's a cute guy. He's a tall guy. He's a tennis player. He's 
he's lumped in with the meatheads. Could be a model. Seems to be really good friends with Kylan. Seems to be really hitting it off with Tiffany. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and uh, as of right now, looks like, uh, you know, as far as the television show goes in the hot seat for somebody that could be backdoored. But, you know, we got to see how it plays out. But, um, yeah, uh, Derek X uh, for a while kind of just grouped up with the other guys in the house. And I, I think it didn't look good on him, but finally kind of getting out there and being social, which is very important, especially at the beginning of this game. Frenchie, I think we can skip over Frenchie. Frenchie the farmer. Giving Frenchie a lot of lip service. Hannah, youngest, is the youngest contestant taking uh, part in Big Brother 23. 21, um, competitive hip-hop dancer. And isn't Hannah the one that is um, like also a scientist? Possibly. I, I, I don't know much about Hannah, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen much about Hannah. Okay, don't know much to say about Hannah, sadly. Next up, Kylan, 29, will celebrate his 30th birthday in the Big Brother house. Account executive, um, optimistic, dynamic, and engaging. We already talked about that million-dollar smile. Sarah, a forensic scientist from Boiling Springs, South Carolina, saying that she is a voice actress. Liked the indie video game and ASMR lie she threw out on last night's episode. Was a big fan of that. She also does cosplay and, uh, you know, plays around with wigs and jewelry and armor and weapons, according to her bio. She seems cool. Um, I did not like her on the first episode. And then for some reason last night, I was like, okay, Sarah's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't mind Sarah. I don't mind Sarah at all. Tiffany, you know, I like I said, we're all in on Tiffany, oldest contestant taking part this season. Um, had a real quick connection with Frenchie. Was one of these, Fr Frenchie did like a final two with like two or three people was one of these final twos with Frenchie. They bonded over having children. They're also the oldest people in the house. I think um, Tiffany thinks Frenchie's a, a joke now. Mm. Um, uh, there's a, there is a fun thing going around Twitter right now, which I, if you're watching the show, I would, I would highly recommend you seek out where people are. Uh, Tiffany made fun of Frenchie's veto nomination speech with the fish, and uh, or not veto uh, uh, with uh, just noms. the nom noms. Yeah. With, what are you talking about? He's a fisherman. Yeah. And people are putting it over the speech of or the the the, the video of the speech. Yeah. And it's very funny. Oh, I gotta see people that. People are losing it on Twitter. My favorite funny. Tiffany thing so far was when she was having some sort of a secret meeting in one of the rooms and then she's like shh someone's listening i see their shadow under the door and then she ran out to pretend to get a towel and it was frenchy who was listening on the door yeah so she made fun of his vita his uh non speech yes, yes with the southern accent and everything it was it, it's a lot of fun i gotta see that travis long sales consultant and yeah. author from Austin, Texas, didn't know that. Life motto is, so many brilliant things lay on the other side of discomfort. 22 plans to form close relationships with people behind the scenes. Oh, instead of in front of the scenes. Okay. All Got right, nothing Travis. to say about Travis. He lives in Hawaii, I guess. Yeah. Whitney, makeup artist from Portland, uh, enjoys traveling with her sons and spending time with friends. Um, there's a rumor going around on Twitter uh, that Claire started because she spoke directly into her microphone to the feeds. I don't know if I should bring it up on the pod. What do you think? Yeah, who cares? Apparently, Whitney is a Sandy Hook denier. Yes. We haven't seen the full clip of it. We just are taking Claire's word for it. She spoke it into the mic. 
Um, and we don't know. We, I, I want to, I guess I'd like to see Whitney deny it to take her to, uh, before we. Now, do you think that's something that she said in the house? Or is, is this something, something that Sarah kind of researched on her when she Claire. found out? That Claire researched on Whitney when she found out if Whitney was going to be in the show. I don't know what the mm. deal is there. I imagine they knew who was going to be there based on their interviews and stuff. Like, you know, they did pre-game interviews and all that thing, you know. So I don't know if they were in isolation at that point. I don't point think they and- knew each other. I think it was a surprise. Yeah. But I think maybe the only thing I can think of is that like Claire is using that like as shorthand to be like her. She's like one of those Sandy Hook deniers. Yeah. Maybe she's a QAnon person. Yeah. Like like maybe she's just saying like. I don't like Whitney. I'll tell you that. Why don't you like Whitney? Uh, She just comes off. I just don't like. She's a little bit of a tryhard. Yeah. And I'm just like not a fan of it. I don't know. I, you know, she was said some disparaging remarks about Derek X in the first couple of episodes. And Did she? Yeah, there I was like something where she was like telling everybody that Derek X doesn't clean up after himself and, and huh. uh, trying to like get... And Derek X, she picked on her team. And Derek X is like walking around being like, she's kind of standoffish. I don't really understand why. If you remember, that's the team that got... Uh, had to that had to leave it up to fate because they couldn't decide who was going to get chosen in the wild card. Oh, yeah. So they had to do a random choosing. So they're clearly not on the same page like some of the other teams are. Yeah. Whitney being the uh, the head of that the team. Captain. The captain. So. Um, I didn't know that about Derek X. And yeah, Whitney, I got nothing to say about you. Haven't seen enough of you. Thought you were a little too tryhardy. But I hope your kids are proud of you. And that's it on the Big Brother 23 cast roundup. Folks, it's it's getting it's heating up, it's getting fun, you know. It's a long slog. So uh, you know, we you know we're gonna be sticking with it as, as hard as we can. Love this show, love the strategy of it, love love the feeds aspect of it, love all of it, love okay. all the commentary and all that good stuff. Nick, you gotta pick uh someone you hope wins and someone you think will win. I think Tiffany has a good chance of winning. Um, and I'd like her to win. Uh I think that uh a person like Derek X has a good chance of winning. Uh, you got to think of eventually it does come down to competitions at some point. So Derek X is like a collegiate athlete uh, and also making some connections in the house. Uh, Also seems like has a good social game. Um, And uh, I just think that you can't ever, you can't ever rule out the physicality of this game. You really can't. I mean, if you're, I understand that it's like some, a lot of this stuff doesn't have, uh, you know, these are like uh, crapshoots and carnival games, but like, I don't know. Sometimes you're standing on a wall for three hours. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, 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 and that comps become very important towards the end of this game. Uh, there could be a lot of comp beasts in the house. Um, I'm trying to think of just one comp beast that kind of has connections to like all aspects of the house. And I think that uh, Derek X is my sort of choice uh, there just because, I don't know. Travis also seems pretty fit, and so does Brent, but they've also got stuff going against them that uh, maybe part of the house might not like. So what I don't know. It's Christian? Still too early. The house seems to like Christian. Am I wrong about yes, that? Yes, but Christian also is being targeted as early a as a meathead, but also the showman's guy. Oh, right, because right, right, of right. Alyssa. So it's like there's there's people got their eye on on them at that point. So so those were the two I were I was going to go with. Yeah. By the way, Tiffany and Derek X like to get that on record. I was also going to pick them. I like to throw Claire into the hat. 
Claire. I don't. I'm not. I personally haven't seen much of Claire because I haven't seen any of like feeds talking about Claire or like Twitter yet, really, except okay. for that like stroking the male ego thing. I think she has the potential to win. Yeah. She looks. She won one thing. I mean, she's the head of the Aces, I guess, or the Queens. She's the head of the Queens. So I think she can win a couple head of households. Mm. I see that in her future. Cool. Um, guys, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. If you want more of Nick and Ash, head on over to the Patreon, sign up, because we're going to be dropping two smoking hot July apps very soon. That's right, folks. So uh, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.